0: so we're going to interview this uh police officer and uh he works uh a city police officer (laughs) and uh he's had a lot of uh a lot of fun a lot of excitement and uh we're going to go ahead and talk about some stories that he's uh some funny stories and some not so funny stories and stuff like that just to have some fun here.
1: Yeah, we got Johnny Law on the phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Officer friendly here. Thanks for uh, having me. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you bet anytime.
2: Yeah, so uh what do we want to start out with? See, I've got some uh got so many stories like you hear like out there on the job you see so much that of course you got to have some fun and some humor with it and stuff cuz you know, it's not all good and it's not all bad that you deal with, too. There's always good moments and there's bad moments when you do it. But uh, we'll just start with uh, this one story I had is a traffic stop. So I was a motor cop for about four years. And uh, when we were out there, I was on uh, one of our highways in our city. And
1: What does that mean? Uh, not to interrupt you, but what does it mean? Oh, yeah. You're a motor cop. Uh,
2: I was a motorcycle police officer. Oh, okay. So I'm assigned to the traffic division and I investigate traffic crashes and uh, write people's citations, you know. so. And of course, you know you hear the a lot of saying goes that motor cops don't have hearts, which is kind of true because you know we have to write lots of tickets. So, yeah, no, you you all <laughs> yeah. are assholes. I understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: but yeah. you got to well, you got to drive a, a Harley, though, didn't you?
2: Yeah. Yep. I was on a I was on a Harley actually. Uh, I was involved in a, a bad crash on my motorcycle when a, our new law of lane splitting happened and. We were lane splitting, and obviously I didn't do it safely, and I got hit. Well, this is what I'm told. I got a good concussion, so I don't remember it much, but, yeah, so, you know, it, it's definitely one of the danger dangerous parts of being a, a, a cop is, you know, you're as already dangerous being a cop as it is, but when you have uh, these other tasks, like being a motor cop or being on a motorcycle, on top of that, you know, you're just putting a risk on top of another risk as you do it, but I'll tell you, I, I didn't it's been it's been a cop for a while and i haven't had as much fun at being beyond a motor than i've done everything else so well i yeah, was
1: i'm glad that you're all right from the yeah. wreck but i just want to know one thing did you yeah. ever play the chip song while you were going down the road on your motorcycle oh you know it <laughs> oh yeah that's all i care about
2: yeah oh yeah you, you know you know we'd have good times when we were riding as a motor squad and doing these like charity rides and stuff like that we'd always we'd have our own channel, so we, we didn't have dispatch or people listening on on us and man we would just goof around and have a good old time so yeah the chip song we'd play that over the intercom and then we'd have our pas on our bikes and we'd be going down the canyon we'd be pushing those and singing and it was a a blast
0: oh that's cool so was was you john or ponch yeah (laughs) it
2: depends on the day oh (laughs) yeah yeah I guess you could say I was Paunch when I got involved in that crash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Paunch was the one always getting in trouble, right? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And stuff, but yeah. The uh, so, anyways, we're out on a highway, and uh, usually when we go write tickets uh, as motor officers, we're usually paired up with another motor officer because you know you're you're out there by yourself and you're pretty vulnerable on a motorcycle as it is. So it's always nice to have a backup with you when you're out there. So oh, hell yeah. me and, uh, me and my, my partner, were out there um, running speed. The speed limit over on this road is 40 miles per hour. And I see this little blue car approaching fast. I was like, oh, yeah, I got you. So I got my laser out and I did like one of those slingshot things. Like I got a bow and arrow and I bring it back to my eye <laughs> and stuff. And uh, I lock it right on that front of that car. And I see the cars doing 74 miles per hour. So 34 over. And it's oh. feeling like, oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> got my bike. I throw my laser in my saddlebag. And I start it up. And, you know, I got a little bit before they get to me because I, I got them maybe. I think it was like 1,500 feet away. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> got my engine rolling and ready to go. And just they pass me, they make eye contact, and you know, all of a sudden I see brake lights like, oh, yeah, here I'm coming. They know I'm coming. And, you know, that's when you get the pucker factor, even when I'm driving down the road. and So split off a little bit when I'm driving down the road and, you know, I'm in my police car and, you know, I'm, I usually do a little over speed, like five over or whatever. And then a high patrolman gets behind me. Oh, I even get the fucker factory. Like, oh wait, I'm a cop too. And I keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he oh, shouldn't bother me. Hopefully. <laughs> anyway, so I I, uh, I activate my emergency lights, pull the vehicle over. We pull over, and I as I approach it, I see a male in the driver's seat and a female in the passenger seat, and She's holding this cat. It's kind of wrapped up in a blanket. I was like,
3: "Hmm, okay."
2: <laughs> and so that's uh, an
1: everyday for, thing, right? Just a cat. It, in your yeah, arm. it is.
2: You <laughs> know. Well, and then the female's crying. So I'm like, huh, "What did I just get into?" Hopefully, it's not like you know, domestic or something. I'm, I just want to give a traffic ticket. I don't want to investigate a domestic.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so,
2: and so uh, I ask him. I tell him, you know, I do my introduction. I tell him who I am, and then I tell him why I stopped him. And I was like. And usually I don't ask why, because I really don't care why you're going that fast. But with him, I, you know, with the search situation with the cat and all that, I was like, so why, why did you go, why are you going 34 over, you know, it's only 43 here and there's a school right here. And he goes, well, officer, my, uh, my cat's about to die. I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, my, my cat's about to die. I'm like well, what's wrong with your cat? How's it, like, he's like, it hasn't pooped in three days. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, well, wait, a cat, first of all, a cat, you, don't they bury their shit? <laughs> you know, like, I want, I'm ask, I want to ask these questions, but I don't want to upset this gentleman. Like, did you go swifting through his litter box and not see any shit in there, or what? You know, and, and let alone, I didn't ask if it was an outside cat, because who knows, you know, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyways, and, and they said that they're just on their way trying to get to the vet to find out what's wrong with this cat. And I'm like, well, where are you coming from? And they, they tell me they're coming from uh, Bluffdale. And I was like, well, wait, we're clear up north. Like, you know how many vets you just passed? And that's what I asked him. I'm like, it must not be that big of a emergency if you pass so many vets on you're going clear up north. I'm like, well, what vet are you going to? Well, I can't remember. And at that point, I'm like, oh, OK, they're just pulling my leg and all that so i go back to my bike and I, I pull out my tablet and i'm like huh you know we and as an officer that's what's great we have discretion and stuff but remember you know i'm that motor officer and i don't have a heart so i'm kind of a dick <laughs> yeah. so i'm like you know what 34 over and a 40 that, that's pretty fast so i write the full amount on the ticket so i go back up there and i'm like yeah sorry about your cab but here's a ticket for 34 over and uh you know, and just contact the courts within this amount of days and stuff. And he goes, and she just starts bawling even more. I'm like, well, hopefully your cat doesn't die. And uh, he's <laughs> like, and she's like, thank you. And then I, you know, I walk back to my bike. And it's custom where we'll sit on the side of the road with our lights on until the person pulls out in traffic so we don't just leave them on the side of the road to get hit
3: <laughs> yeah. without
2: any, you know, hazards on. So I sit there. Well, fifteen minutes go by, and I'm like, "Well, maybe the cat died." And you know, I'm sitting there waiting for the window to come down, and the cat get thrown out on the side of the road and drive off. But I'm like, "Well, obviously, the cat—they're not in that big of a hurry." And uh, yeah, so I just ended up driving away. But you know, you get on traffic stuff; you get numerous, numerous reasons why people run. That was just one of the most egregious uh, <laughs> statements that I've ever heard on there.
1: Oh, I was really hoping that you were going to walk back up in the car and the cat like shit three days worth of whatever in there. No, we're good. Cat shit. We're good. Cat's
2: alright. Yeah,
3: yeah, that would
2: have yeah. been funny. Oh, well, talking about things, you know, uh, making things shit. I got a story for that later. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, that that one, that one will be a good one and stuff. But I'll, I'll tell you. So being a cop, I love the job. It's it's something new every day. And of course I deal with my frequent flyers. I like to call them, you know, like the ones that are always getting in trouble and you know them by their name. Like you go up there, Hey John, what did you do today? I'm on, put the cuffs on. Like you basically, they know the whole routine. They'll just put themselves in your car and you take <laughs> it stuff. So, you know, you got those individuals, but then you also have the, the good public and stuff. Like I try to be the officer that when I'm driving through a neighborhood and see kids out, I'll stop and talk with them and, Or if they're playing basketball or throwing the football, get out and, you know, just just chat with them for a bit and, you know, just show a little bit of public relations. Oh, yeah. That's cool. You know, those are the moments that I really enjoy and stuff. But then, you know, there's some downfalls of being a cop. And the biggest one is the duty belt. (laughs) So that leads me (laughs) to my next story. So the duty belt is, first of all, you know, you have your regular belt on underneath to, to, to keep your pants up. And then they give you this duty belt that's got your gun, your taser, your mags, your radio, your cuffs, your tourniquets, everything to carry. And it's a, you know it's another 20, 25 pounds, depending on what gear you have on there and stuff. Oh. So you put that on, and then they make these little things. like I, I like to call them the little devil. They're called the keepers. And <laughs> these keepers, they go between your belt and wrap around your duty belt. And then they button together so that way it holds your duty belt onto your regular belt.
3: Oh, yeah. So that way when you're
2: like running or you're moving, it doesn't rotate around and all that. Well, when you got to take a shit really bad, <laughs> those keepers, that's why I call them the little devil, just because it is a pain. So, you know, and then you get your rate when you have your radio on your belt, it's attached with a shoulder mic up to your other uniform. So it's not like you can just throw your duty belt on the ground. because you do that, then all of a sudden you're going to get yanked down because your shoulder mic's still attached. So I'm... And uh, I have this thing; it's called uh, IBS syndrome. <laughs> I, uh, I I recently went to the doctor and found out you know I, I uh, I'm kind of lactose intolerant, and I eat dairy products, and in 30 minutes it goes right through me. So I am. We we just got done with lunch. We went to this Mexican restaurant, and I got something that had a lot of cheese on it,
0: oh. and.
2: I'm like, yeah, it was delicious. But I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I'll pay for it. I can go to the bathroom in 30 minutes. Well, that 30-minute timer that I basically have set on internally in my body, I was like, oh, it's getting close. I'll start waking my way to the station. Well, all of a sudden, I get dispatched on a call. I'm like, oh, no. And it it's not one of those calls that can wait. <laughs> and so, like, I got to go. My stomach's a grumbling. I'm like, well, maybe we can just knock this call out real quick. And we'll go. So sit sitting on this call. And. I'm on uh, with this officer. I'm like, dude, dude we got to bust this call out quick, whatever it is. I'm like, I got to go. And he goes, okay. So we go, and I can't remember the exact call, what it was, uh, but uh, I think it was a welfare check or something. And uh, we get done, and I am, like, trying to drive back to the station. And so I, I basically wanted to throw my emergency lights on and run lights and sirens to get there because it was an emergency it's not you know my, I, I was in danger my pants were in danger on that one so, so i you know my stomach is gurgling i've got the pains i'm clinching as hard as i can so it you know like i'm clinching so hard that it, like nothing's gonna seep through that butthole and you know, stuff so as i'm going it's i i get i call into the station i throw my car in park i jump out and I, I want to run to the bathroom, but I can't because then I won't clinch. And next thing I know, it's gonna go. So I'm doing like this duck walk, <laughs> like trying so hard. I'm like, oh please, no, please no. And I'm trying to grab my badge to scan me in to unlock the door. And I still have to go down this long hallway, take a left, and then there's the bathroom. And I'm getting there, and I'm going around the corner. I'm like, oh, oh man. Well, I get to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, I, I'm gonna make it. I'm like, oh great, I'm in the bathroom. Well, those little devils keepers. <laughs> I get two of them off. I get the third one off. I go to get the last one. I, I get it. And at that time, I might clinch. I can't clinch anymore because my my, my uh, muscles are cramping. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. I throw that duty belt off. I throw my shoulder mic off. I'm trying to undo my pants at this point. I'm doing undo my other belt. I'm doing my pants. And... <sighs> There it goes. I didn't make it.
3: Oh man. And it
2: and it wasn't it, it wasn't, you know, like hard turds, it was like soft serve ice cream. Oh. And I'm like, oh so I'm still trying to get my pants down. That way, you know, it doesn't get in my uniform. At least my underwear can <laughs> probably contain it. I sit I'm sitting down, I'm like looking, Oh, you know, I've got the this the stain right there and it's like oh man I don't have any extra underwear with me. And I'm like, like, well, at least my, you know, my, uh, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, it's all good. Oh, you just shit your yeah. pants. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I'll help it. And you out. I said, as I'm, as I'm looking, as I'm, <laughs> well, thanks for that help out. No so, uh, as I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, well, it's just in my underwear. And, you know, I got it before it got in onto my, uh, my patrol pants. And I was like. <laughs> okay and you know cost we all carry at least three or four knives on us at time and i pull out my my knife and because i don't want to undo my belt i'm like that's just or undo my boots and take my pants i'm like that's gonna take too much time so you know i just i start cutting my underwear out <laughs> my legs and stuff and i i, I kind of wad it up in a ball <laughs> and stuff and and i do my business i finish and uh i i of course i you know i have to get some baby wipes and stuff to clean myself up oh yeah well and and I ended up throwing my underwear away. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just go commando the rest of the shift. I'll be fine and stuff. So I just had a couple more hours. Well, and, I, and the the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, man, now I'm going to tell my wife again I came home with no underwear on. <laughs> again? Because honestly, it wasn't the first time.
0: Yeah. yeah. What, what, what do you mean Again?
2: Yeah. Again, it, it, yeah, like I said, it wasn't the first time I may have crapped my pants at work.
0: <laughs> oh, I was, oh, I was saying, what do you like do I at said, work?
2: That duty belt is a pain. I can only imagine how it is for the females because like they have to take it off to go one and two.
0: Oh. At least
2: us, you know, for number one, we we can stand up. So,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a yeah. Like I said, that's that's one of the downfalls of being a cop with all your equipment oh but and they uh (laughs) so so going back to that thing with the talking about you know i don't know if you've ever i don't know if you guys have ever had this happen but where you've scared someone so bad that you've actually scared the shit out of them (laughs) you know you know when you try to like pop around the corner and scare someone and you're like ah, i scared the shit out of you but did you really well i've got a story where we really did (laughs) <laughs> okay so no shit there <laughs> i was Get we got dispatched to me and my buddy on a shoplifting at a walgreens the the person reported the complainant reported that uh this female who is in her late 40s or early 40s late 30s and she's wearing these tight white pants and like a black blouse or something like that well we're like, okay, she, so she took the makeup, she concealed it in her pants. And, uh, i like, okay, so we get there and like, oh, she's exiting right now. She's walking on the side of the building. Well, me and my buddy, we get there at the same time and we go approaching and, uh, we approach her from the, uh, back. Well, that sounds bad. <laughs> we are coming from. That doesn't even sound too good, too. I can't say we're coming from behind because that sounds even worse. So we're she, she's in front of us, okay, and then, <laughs> we're walking up from behind, and uh, we you know we yell our agency and then we say, "Hey, please stop!" And not "please stop," but "police stop."
3: Police stop! And,
2: <laughs> and all of a sudden, she stops, and it looks like she's frozen in time. She doesn't even turn around and she's got these tight white pants on and we're like so we start walking up to her well then all of a sudden we see the i we start i'm like hey hey i told my buddy stop look and this little brown little brown spot (laughs) happens like right right where her butt crack is (laughs) and and it starts to grow and (laughs) it's growing larger and it's starting to run down and i'm like no way is this really happening and then all of a sudden i see it starts seeping through the ground it starts dripping onto the ground like oh "Oh, my god i'm over there i'm over there dying laughing like (laughs) we just scared the shit out of this lady and but i'm over there laughing but i'm like at the same time because it's the worst smell ever it's like foul diarrhea i'm dying laughing over there well the best part was because it wasn't my call so i didn't really have to do much my buddy had to stand there while she pulled out the the makeup from her pants that's covered in shit, and he had to handle it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: please, please but, tell me that that is the same day you shit your pants and went commando, and you, you went up and told her, me. hey, I feel your pain. I don't have underwear on right now, okay?
2: <laughs> you know what? That would have been ironic, and that would have been kind of karma for myself if that happened right after, but it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you that. I, I don't think I've ever seen, you know, scared somebody by saying two words uh, <laughs> and shit come out of their ass. Well, no. Next
1: time, don't say please stop. Just say stop. I mean, maybe
2: the please scared her to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, did you guys
0: have to take her into custody and haul her down there in no. your car?
2: No, no, no. We uh, decided to just give her a citation. <laughs> just let her go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not putting her in my car. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah you know. Especially when, you know, you think on a patrol car, your agency, because you have certain individuals. I've had people, you know, urinate themselves, mostly drunk people. In my vehicles, I'm transporting them to jail. And, you th- and you know, I, my first car was a Charger, and it wasn't a big deal because it was all weather and all leather in that back seat. But then they get us these newer vehicles and they give us cloth seats. Oh. What What kind of people think that's okay? Like, <laughs> like, it,
1: it, you're not going to get stains out of those. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered if she even, like, murdered somebody. You just wouldn't let her go. You didn't oh, want yeah. her in the car.
2: Yeah. No, that's when we called the rookie on the shift. Hey, we got a transport <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> Make them transport. <laughs> oh, stuff but yeah those are some of the funny moments and stuff but uh another thing i like to call it the uh it, it was a it's a welfare check that we got dispatched on and it was uh fairly early in my career i think i was been on the force for two two and a half years or so and uh this uh girl calls in she's i believe she was around 17 her brother was 18 that was there the apartment, she said, Hey, like, we need help. Our stepmom is acting strange, is what they tell the dispatcher. So we get called that the mom is, uh, that she is sitting in the house in the dark with all the lights off, and she's got a knife and she's speaking a different language. And uh-huh. we're like, Oh, great. We got, you know, most likely round up on drugs. We need to get there quick just so we can protect those kids just in case, you know, so we don't want the worst thing to happen to those kids and we want to get there quick. Oh, yeah. Well, so we uh, we, we get there to this apartment, me and uh, one of my buddies, and he's a FTO and a new guy. So FTO stands for uh, field training officer. So he's training a new officer, <laughs> brand new guy, greenhorn guy. And uh, we're like, okay. And, and it, it's my call at this point. You know, I was the, I was the initial on it. and So I speak to the girl. She comes out. She's like, Yeah, she's in the living room. She's like, and I'm asking her, I'm like, Well, is she a frequent drug user? And she's like, No, she does not use drugs at all. Uh, I can't remember what her profession is, but it was a pretty respectable profession and stuff. And uh, I'm like, Okay, well, does she speak any language? Because you said she's speaking a different language. She's like, No, she only knows, knows English, she doesn't know anything else. And stuff and she's like it's not just today she's like it's been happening lately and she's like honestly we think she's possessed i was like huh. right you know and i'm a firm believer in paranormal stuff and i'm like
0: you called the wrong like, number this, this is not... not come home with me <laughs> yeah yeah could you call a preacher yeah yeah i know i'm like <laughs> you a called the wrong people for this one <laughs> yeah this
2: stuff and so we're like okay well, well we'll go have a chat with her and stuff and well I go to go to the apartment, we, we, uh, open the door and, uh, I go to flip the light on. Well, the lights are there and they're not working. So I'm assuming she missed a trip to break or some freak thing happened and the lights aren't working. And we hear this, like this deep voice, like talking, but it's a different language. I've never heard this language before. I'm like, okay, it's creepy. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean the hairs are standing on the back of my (laughs) neck and I'm like, that's you know, when you had to want to shove your buddy. You go in first. You know, <laughs> Where's the new guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's the new guy? <laughs> but stuff. <laughs> so so. Yeah. I, I got my flashlight on and I'm scanning the kitchen before I step in. And, you know, I don't see anything in the kitchen. And so I step in, I'm calling out. And then uh, I hear like this creaking. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get ambushed. I'm going to get a ne- knife stuck in the neck or something like that. And we, uh, we, we, I move in a little further. I tell, uh, and I'm holding the rest of the house so that I can see why my buddy's clear the kitchen, make sure she's not in the kitchen. Well, As I'm panning with my flashlight, I, I uh, go into the living room. I can see it, and I see her in a rocking chair in the corner staring at me with a knife in her hand and speaking whatever, and she's holding a rosary. And that's when I'm like, okay, red flags, this is <laughs> – yeah, <laughs> oh, this is some crazy shit. And I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and uh, we need a priest and <laughs> yep. Stuff. So, we're talking with her and and uh she's just keeps talking and she's getting louder and louder in this deep voice and speaking that different language. Like I if I could say what kind of language, I'd probably say it was kind of Latin. And stuff, and oh wow uh, and and like it wasn't like gibberish, it was like actual words, but in a different like I would say Latin, and uh I was like, oh, this is creepy, so we 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 talked to her, and she's just sitting there like frozen, but like her eyes it's like there's nothing there, like i'm i so I walk up to her, and you know, and i I grab her hand that's got the knife, and I remove the knife from her, and uh we try to get the rosary, and that's when she all of a sudden like comes to, and she looks right, and like, she snaps over towards uh, my buddy and say, like, "Don't touch that." And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." <laughs> and we're like, yeah, "What's going on?" And she's like, "Nothing." She's like, "The she, she saying or Lucifer.' She's like, "Lucifer's here, and she's gonna he's gonna make it all better tonight." And we're like, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> this is not yeah. what I signed up for.
0: It'd be like, <laughs> <Stuff>. okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's
2: kind of what. It, that's kind of how we were feeling it, you know. And, stuff. Yeah. and I'm like, um, okay, so eventually, you know, she's out of her mind and stuff. But I'm not seeing, like, signs of, like, drug impairment, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, because I've gone through quite a few drug courses and um, – uh become a drug recognition expert dre is what we call it law enforcement and i'm like i'm not seeing any signs of like drug use but this is weird because one minute she'll come to and she's like she's talking to us in this not necessarily sweet but it's a female voice but then all of a sudden it's like back to uh like this demon voice and i i swear to this day she was possessed but oh, wow. anyway so we uh we they're like, okay, well, she definitely needs some help, and so we decide where she's a danger to herself and possibly those kids. Uh, we decided to uh, take her into custody and involuntarily commit her to the hospital. We call it a pink sheet where um, we inv- – like it's not necessarily a crime, but they're where they're a danger to themselves or others, we can uh, commit them to the hospital for a psych eval. So we do that. So I I have her stand up, and she's still got the rosary in her hand. She doesn't want to let go of that. (laughs) And uh, uh, I put cuffs on her. Well, and I walk her out to the car. And uh, I have to, before we transport anyone, we have to search them for contraband weapons, anything like that. Oh,
0: yeah, that makes sense.
2: And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm explaining to her, hey, I'm going to search you. I do it in front of my camera because she's a female. Where I'm a male, you know, I don't want any harassment. Or uh, allegations or anything like that, so I do it in front of my dash camera on my vehicle. Uh, I I go to remove the rosary to her, and that's when her head snaps right to me, and it's all I see is these dark eyes. Like there's no color. There's like I can't even see her iris. I can't see anything. And she speaks something to me, and it just it chilled me to the bones. I felt like she was like trying to transfer the demon inside her into me or something. But I was like, oh. Don't know what just happened. I remove the rosary from her. I look at the new guy and be like, hey, guess what? You get a transport. She's not going in my car. <laughs> so, and my buddy's mass, like, come on. I'm like, hey, I'm the senior officer on shift. She's, you get to take her. <laughs> so, so, you know, of course, I make him take her.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah I would too. I'll,
2: I'll tell you, those eyes were so blacked. It felt like she was going right through me and raping my soul. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, raping your soul. Oh, yeah, raping my soul. I felt <laughs> like my soul know? just. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? No, I did not. I felt violated <laughs> afterwards <laughs> and stuff.
1: But holy cow, she did. She, yeah, she never got
2: like like violent or didn't. No, unfortunately, like luckily, she didn't get violent. I think where we were able to you know kind of get the knife away from her quickly and. When I just made that decision after she was making some of those uh, comments where she was kind of suicidal, homicidal at the time, I was like, "Yeah, you know, we're just gonna put you in cuffs now. That way, um, you know, we kind of have the upper hand if she decides to get violent on us." Yeah, because with someone in that kind of mindset, you never know what's gonna happen.
1: Oh yeah, well you don't you don't know what what's gonna happen or what she's gonna do or that's crazy. I
2: yeah. Wow. Well, and, I'll, be, and the, the, I'll tell you a crazy part, too, is when we walked out, uh, I went to back in to get a statement from the kids, and they had gone into the apartment, and the lights were on. And so I asked them, like, oh, did you guys have to flip the breaker? Like, does she have the breaker? off?" She's like, no, we just walked in and flipped the lights on. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about your hair standing up. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, I'm glad to. I'm glad I'm not taking her to the hospital. <laughs>
1: no kidding.
0: Well, I, I can't believe- here,
1: new guy, you take her and whatever's with her.
0: <laughs> yeah, I even yeah. got the hair stand up on my arms right now. <laughs> Holy cow!
1: Did you ever figure out what she was saying? Or?
0: No, I, I. still. I wish.
2: I you know. What, I should probably go back and look at that recording because it was all on audio recording and kind of try to see what she was said because that would be. Kind of interesting. After that, though, I kind of didn't want anything to do with it. because I don't <laughs> yeah. know what she said. <laughs> well, and that's the bad yeah. part
1: is you don't find that. Like, did you ever hear anything? If you ever heard, have you ever heard anything else about her? Like,
2: <laughs> no, nope. I didn't want anything else to do with her, yeah. so I didn't <laughs> do any didn't follow up. It. I was like, nope. I'm like, no, I did my due
0: diligence. That's it. I'm <laughs> okay, <done."> wow, <laughs>
1: Lucy fir, you just stay right over there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You know, that's yeah. I, I'd like to follow up. You know, I should have followed up on that just to see if she really was. You know, possessed or or whatever come of her. You know, that's yeah. That's weird.
2: I I had I had close enough contact with her. (laughs) Well, if
0: you ever listen to the tape and figure out
1: what she
2: said, let us know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely do a follow up with that one. But hell yeah, we'll be part two story. Yeah. Don't go find her. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 I don't.
0: She'll find you. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, another creepy instance I had, I was working uh, the graveyard shift, and this story I kind of like to call a horror movie. Horror, 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 not horror, horror. right? Not not horror. Okay, yeah, it's a
1: whole other movie.
2: Horror movie, scary movie. (laughs) So uh, like I said, I'm working the graveyard shift, and it's around 1, 2 in the morning, and uh, not a whole lot going on, you know. Just out there, I like to call it hunting. We're looking for, looking for uh, criminals and dirt bags and stuff. And uh, I, I get dispatched on a possible car crash on one of our main highways, clear out west in our city. And uh, it's a it's a new newer road that's been put in, and uh, there's no streetlights out there. Speed limit's about sixty five, and uh, two lane highway each way. And uh, I get going, and I'm like, okay, well, and they're like. It's, it's, possible rollover. They're not necessarily know what happened. No one really witnessed anything is coming in. They said that it's called in from people on in the apartments that can see oversee this highway. And, you know, it's quite the distance. And they said that they saw headlights and then they didn't see headlights. Oh, they wow. heard what sounded like a crashing sound. So they're like, Oh, this couldn't be good.
3: <laughs> yeah. So,
2: uh, uh, you know, I, I run lights and sirens or code, uh, I run code to the scene and, I'm I'm the first one up there, and uh, I'm going. I turn my sirens off, but I still got my lights flashing, and I've got my takedowns down, so I can kind of light up the area a little bit more. And it's dark, it's pitch dark out there, and I'm driving, and all of a sudden I come across this debris, and there's uh it's rocks and dirt, and as I as I keep going forward and stuff, and like it, it this, there's weeds, and all of a sudden I start seeing clothing and shoes. And I'm like, oh no, this can't uh-huh. be good. And then I see like a, I see uh, you know like a blanket and some other items that would be inside of you know a car. Oh yeah. And a little further, I see uh a, a white lady sitting on the side of the road. So I I get closer up there, and she's sitting on the side of the road. I don't see a vehicle in sight, and I'm like, where did she come from? And she's sitting uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what's she doing out here in the middle of the road? And stuff and she's sitting down and she's like uh, her legs crossed and so i get out of my car and uh i start to approach her and just as i look and she is white as a ghost and she's got blood coming from her eyes coming down her cheeks and she's just sitting there looking and staring at me i'm like oh so i kind of slow my step i'm like <laughs> I don't know if I want to approach this. <laughs> you know, like, hey, uh, like, I just
1: like... met your friend at the apartment. In the...
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Stuff. And, 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 you know what? This was actually. It was probably a couple months after that incident. So I was like, "Oh no, is he coming after me now? <laughs> is, gonna, is he going to jump inside me or what?" You know. <laughs> so I, I, I'm kind of frozen, and I'm like, I, I want to get up there and check for injuries, but I'm like, this girl's out of nowhere. I don't know. What she has, she might have a weapon on her. I'm, I'm trying to call out to her. Like, are you hurt? Are you, you know, like, what's your name? And she's just staring at me. But then, you know, in those horror movies, when like, the like a, you're, there's a doll or the creepy thing, like, kind of like twitches its head and like turns it sideways and then goes slowly the other way and like as it's like looking at you. Yeah, that's what she was doing. To me. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> about that. I'm like. I get on the radio and I call my call sign. I'm like, Hey, uh, where's the next officer at? Can you step up a little bit? <laughs> you No, know, not a lot of things scare me, but th- th- this was, it was, it was scary. So I, I started walking closer to her and I see, uh, my good friend coming up behind me and, she uh, she gets there and I'm like, hey, approach me. And she's like, she even stops. She's like, whoa, what is this? You know, I'm like, <laughs> what yeah, is this? Yeah, this is scary shit going on. You know, <laughs> the stuff. And it's like I go up there. She's standing there, and I'm like talking to her. And my friend goes, and she grabs a. She there's a there's a pillow in this debris. I'm like, hey, what are the odds of that right next to us? And she grabs the pillow, and she's like. She brings over, here, honey, just lay your head down on here. And so we have her, <laughs> we have her way down in the road and she's still not saying anything. And, and she's just kind of like, just glaring at me. She, like I said, she's still got the blood coming from her eyes. It's kind of like just dripping down almost like a Carrie scene and uh, oh, from the, wow. whole, the horror movie. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. But yeah, and I was like, this is creepy. So we end up, uh, you know, once we get more officers there, I can start looking to see if there's a vehicle. And once we get medical on scene uh, and get her taken care of, they get her loaded up in the ambulance and I start shining my light. And well, I see this vehicle It's probably another hundred yards away from us and it's overturned and stuff. And I see her tracks and she was actually traveling south on this view, the south on the highway. And there's a big ravine in the middle and she goes right down into that rolls a couple of times. She rolls across the northbound lanes and her car goes on the other side of the on the uh, east side of the highway and she that's where she gets stopped in the middle so i'm like i don't know if she was ejected or if she got out of her car and decided to come sit on the highway or what but
0: holy shit how fast was she doing wow
2: oh, i don't know she was probably going pretty quick for <laughs> to cause that much stuff oh yeah and uh so we get her to the hospital, and uh, I was able to get the registration to find out who who uh, she was, get her information. I got her hold of her husband, and he's like – I call him I'm like, hey. Um, I'm like, yeah, your wife was involved in a crash. She's like, yeah, that can't be possible. So I mean, she's up in my bedroom I'm like, whoa, no, no, no. What is going on here, you know? I'm like, please tell me. Please tell me. She's She's not there. <laughs> this stuff. Oh. He goes out there and he's like, oh, she's not here. I'm like, oh. Oh, goodness. God. <laughs> you know, I, I, oh, yeah, I about shit myself when he <laughs> said, yeah, she, she's, yeah, she's still supposed to be upstairs in bed. I was like, um, yeah, I don't think so. You might want to check. And so he checked. and He's like, no. And so he met me at the hospital and I spoke with him. And I was like, does she take any medication or anything like that? And he's like, yeah, she had, I guess she had overdosed on her Ambien that night oh, and decided wow. to get in her car and drive her car oh, oh. and stuff so that would explain kind of why she was in like that sleep comatose stage Oh I yeah. Guess. so I'm like okay that's not as creepy now that I know that <laughs> when you, when you're out in the middle of a highway by yourself and you got this chick with blood coming from her eyes and she's not saying anything and she's like creepily, creepily turning her head that, that's, that's pretty scary oh <laughs> hell yeah
0: that would be scary <laughs>
2: holy it's, hell yeah, so uh, a hey, uh, uh, let's let's talk about the ride-alongs and stuff. Oh. Yeah, someone uh, well, well, Lance, you know you know about ride-alongs
0: and stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember going on yeah. a ride-along with you one time.
2: Yeah, I think you've gone on a few more than one.
0: I did. Yeah, <laughs> which one do you want to talk about? Do you want well, to talk let's about talk,
2: the- Let's talk about that Kmart one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah go ahead you want to tell that story that was funny. yeah yeah let's
2: let, let's talk about that one yeah. so uh you know it's we're on a graveyard shift again and and uh i get you to come out and ride along with me and we're out there like i said we're out there doing our hunting and looking trying to be proactive policing and trying to find <laughs> find people out doing naughty things yeah well that's what we found <laughs> on the back of kmart <laughs> well Kmart had recently shut down in our city and it was just an abandoned warehouse, but it's completely pitch dark in the back. And, uh, we, you know, we get a lot of people that like to go back there and do the dirty deed and, you know, uh, <laughs> caught lots of people naked back there. We'll say this <laughs> yeah. stuff. So we, uh, I, 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 what did I tell you? Oh, we, we turned off our headlights and like, let's sneak up on them and surprise them
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: if they're back there. Yeah. So just as we're about to approach the back of the store, I kill my lights, and so, you know, we're, we're driving, and uh, just as we turn the corner, all of a sudden, I turn on all my lights, my takedown lights, my LED lights, and boom, there's this car right in there. I'm like, see, what did I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Stuff. And and uh, we approach this car, and all of a sudden, I see this chick. She got her top off, and she, she comes up from this guy's lap. I was like, whoop, see, told you someone's doing the dirty back here. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff, and so get up there and I approach the vehicle and uh, this guy's like, I, I interviewed them and I'm like, what are you guys doing back here? Well, of course I knew what they were doing, but <laughs> yeah. they're like, well, you know, we this is our first date. We just met on this Tinder app or whatever, whatever app it was. Yeah. I don't know. First like, this date. Is a date. It yeah. was their first date.
1: Wow, I was they like,
2: moved quick. They did, yeah. And, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, this girl, you know, I, I don't want to sound shallow or anything, but man, I would have been behind Kmart, too, just, no. and then, yeah. like, paper-bagged it. Like, it was
0: well, well, we're driving along. We get driving down the road, and we're, oh, it was probably an hour later. All of a sudden, we're going along, and he goes, God, she was the ugliest lady I've ever seen. I'm sorry, but she was. I mean, I I don't know. Wow, she I was guess- uh,
2: you know what? Ugly people need loving, too. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, she got beat with an ugly stick, though. So
1: so when you pulled up on them, did you turn on your emergency
2: lights? No, no. I didn't turn on my emergency lights. I just turned on my uh, my my uh, regular lights and then my, my takedown lights, the LEDs.
1: Oh, so it wasn't a blue light special? <laughs> no, it wasn't. The red
2: light. I like that. I like that. You know, going down to the red district, the red light district.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah.
2: Uh, I, yeah, the guy wasn't any better, anyways, too. But yeah. I was going to say, well, I guess it was at Kmart.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, I think it was yeah. that same night where that car was stopped on the freeway or on the highway there. And uh, we pulled in there and he said, hurry, let's jump out and help him push him. And it was a, a husband and wife team. And she was trying to push the car. And so was he, you know. And so we, where does he, you park? You park right, perfect. I jump out, and there's a grate right there, and I twisted my ankle, remember? And you said, hurry, come and help us. So I go hauling ass up there with a sore ankle. We push the yeah. car up around the corner, and no. it's like, oh, okay. We finally get it up the corner, walk back there, and you said, what are you living for? And I said, well, God, you parked right there on the grate, and I twist my ankle. And you just said, oh, okay, we'll walk it off. <laughs> anyway, we jump back in the car, and then you get a silent alarm call. So we haul ass up to this house, and you're waiting for your back, and the backup's not, it's two or three minutes away. You said, you know, I can't wait no more. I got to get out and check this. So what do you do? You said, hey, I'll pull right here. If anybody comes running, jump out and tackle them. And I thought, oh, cool. You know, this, oh, man, I was I was all pumped for it. So what do you do? You jump out of the car, and you or out of the truck, and you take off walking up the road, and And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm excited. So I thought, well, maybe I better open the door and wait. I opened the door three inches. He parked right in front of a tree. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So I shut the door and thought, you're on your own.
2: (laughs) I expected you to jump through the window. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Here's your, you know, you got your. You know your uh, computer and all the other stuff there's no way I could have jumped through the the pass or the driver's seat, you know, so I just shut the window and thought or shut the door and thought, you know what you're on your own.
1: It's well, <laughs> a good thing you didn't need help, <laughs>
0: yeah, yep, they ran that way. Just keep going <laughs>
2: yeah well <laughs> let me let me uh, uh tell you about this uh funny uh shoplift another funny shoplifting call that I was on and this is actually most. This was more recent. I uh, got dispatched on a uh, shelf lifter at Target, and the the loss prevention guy tells dispatch, "Hey, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna approach the guy because he took out a knife and to cut off some of the the packaging and stuff." And according to their policy, I guess they can't stop people that have weapons on them. So
1: is that like a security guard? The loss prevention guy? Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. So I uh, I go. Okay, so I, I get there before the guy even leaves the store. And uh, usually when we get there before they try to exit the store, uh, I go in, the, like, the, the loss prevention office, usually towards the front, and, you know, watch them on the cameras and t- track them. So the guy comes up to the front, and he goes to exit the the, the store. So I, I get out behind him. And I'm, I'm probably another 10, 15 feet behind him or 10, 15 yards. I don't know. I can't measure. But <laughs> anyways, they uh, – um, <laughs> yeah so i end up uh you know kind of trying to catch up to him quick but there's a crowd of people i'm trying to get through and all of a sudden like this guy you know he he looks to the left and he sees a police truck there and he's like and then i see the panic in his face and then he turns back around a little bit more and he sees me right behind him and he goes and that's when i'm like hey police stop <laughs> and remember police stopped, yeah, like, yeah. stop yeah 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 and he say-
1: shit his white pants and that was the end of the story. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wrong story. Wrong story. If, Go only, ahead.
2: if only it was that easy. No, <laughs> yeah. no, he made me run. Oh. I didn't I don't like running. <laughs> and he made me run <laughs> and stuff. And so he takes off running through the parking lot and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you now and I'm calling it out on the radio. That's the that's the hard part. It's like it's not just running after this guy, but I, I gotta talk on the radio and so I'm trying to like not sound like I'm huffing and puffing out of <laughs> shape on the radio. <laughs> and like because, you know, I don't want the other officers being be like, huh, listen to that fatty run <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. But, you know, he goes, and I'm like, yeah, we're running this way towards this street. And uh, I'm, I'm like right on his tail. Well, my radio, I don't have the band on it holding on to my duty belt. All of a sudden it pops off and it's dangling. <laughs> I, but it's still attached to my shoulder mic. So I'm running. I'm trying to grab my radio and trying to put it back on my duty belt. I'm trying to chase this guy. Well, he starts doing like a zigzag through the parking lot. And he's screaming like a little girl. He's going, ah, 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 and he's yelling, help me. Who's going
3: to help you?
2: Who wants to help you? You're stealing. He's yelling, help me. And, and the, the, the best part of this is they ran, he was running right by like uh, one of those restaurants. I want to say it's Cabot Burger or Smash Burger where they have like some seating outside and oh, yeah. people are just laughing and they, they're <laughs> recording this. I find out later, I get a, a, a thing from a buddy saying, Hey, did you see that you made it on Facebook? I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, on Facebook, you like, you remember your guy that was running from you at Target? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Someone at the burger place was filming <laughs> it and put it on there, and you can hear him <laughs> screaming like a little girl. I'm like, oh, I am like, I got to get a copy of that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Did you ever go get course, it? Uh,
2: yeah. I actually, yeah. I actually downloaded that. That was a pretty funny. It was yeah, it's a pretty good one. Was <laughs> he
1: screaming I, rape as he <laughs> running away?
2: <laughs> that, that's kind of what it was. He's screaming. He's yelling, "Help me." Well, I'm the police, and, like, I'm supposed to help you, but who's who do you want to help you, you know? <laughs> well, we get going, and he he, uh, he, he all of a sudden, and he's got this, oh, uh, that's the other thing, too, that was, he had a big, long, like, machete bowie knife on his uh, right hip in, like, a sheath. Oh,
3: wow. And
2: as he's running away from me, all of a sudden, he, and th- at this point, we're going past that burger place, and he's reaching into his waistband, and I can't see in front of his waistband, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, he's going to pull out a gun. He's going to pull out the knife. He's going to turn on me. So I start drawing my gun out on my holster um, just you know, to be prepared, and the kid. And uh, all of a sudden, I see him pull out this white object. I'm like, okay. And he holds it up, and he drops it on the ground. Well, it was the battery bank that he had stolen from the thing. And he's like, there, take it. And, he thinks, <laughs> and so I run right past it, and he, here I here he's thinking that I'm just going to – Stop chasing him because he gave me back the property. (laughs) Like I could care less about the property. I want you, buddy. (laughs) Like first of all, you're making me run after you, so I want you (laughs) stuff and so Well, then and then you know at this point we've ran probably you know a football field, football field and a half or so, and and I'm getting exhausted and uh, trying to radio everything. And of course, you know you've got that duty belt, all that gear the vest and i'm like man i'm exhausted all of a sudden i hear the sound of angels coming and those are sirens and i'm like oh here comes my calvary here we come i'm like yeah buddy you're not gonna outrun uh so i you know i start easing off because i'm like oh my buddies are here you know we're gonna get it well he goes around around this one store and all of a sudden i see my buddy in his truck he's hauling ass down the road i'm like man it sounds like tires are screeching well, he pops the curb, goes right on the grass. I'm like, dude, hit your brakes. You're going to fucking hit him. <laughs> <laughs> he comes he comes inches from hitting this guy. I'm like, oh, my God. And so and he starts to run around the building, the other side, and he's still in his truck driving around. And I'm like, okay, he's going to run back towards me. So I go that side. And at this point, I go around, and I see my buddy has him prone out on the ground. The guy's all gassed out. I'm like, whew. So, you know, I can run up there. And. I throw some cuffs on him. I removed the knife from him and I'll tell you, that was a good uh, buck. It was like a buck knife, you know, for skinning bucks and stuff it was a good sized knife that he had on him and stuff. And I'm glad, you know, it ended peacefully. Of oh, course, that's oh, what, yeah. that's the, you know, that's the, the resolution that all of us cops hope for is a peaceful resolution. And,
0: Oh, yeah, stuff. definitely. But man,
2: I'll tell you, him running through that parking lot screaming like a little bitch, that was, <laughs> that was funny. And, then, <laughs> and then, dropping, then dropping the product and saying, here. I'm like, yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> the best part would have been if I came back and someone else stole the property and took off with it when I came back around. But no, uh, some good Samaritans like, hey, officer, it's over here. You know, we stood by it just so no one took it. I'm like, hey, thanks, guys. You know, here's your junior officer stickers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. your junior little badge.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, my uh yeah. It's like it's like our little police badge, but it says uh "junior officer" on it. <laughs> hey, wait. So did Stuff. you get your
4: steps
2: in for the day? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, got I got my steps in, and and my buddy's like, "Do you want me to transport him to jail for so you?" Like, no. I earned this one. I'm transporting. So, <laughs> no, I'm taking. I'm taking my trophy to jail. <laughs> stuff, but yeah. So uh, that was a that was a good time. You know, I've got a couple foot pursuits. So another foot pursuit. I want to uh, tell you uh, if we're good on time. Got oh, some more. Oh, okay. Yeah, you Got all
1: the time you want. Hell yeah. Okay. So, you just so keep this, going.
2: Okay. This. Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that was true, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So this, uh, we're, uh, it was about a year, I was, I've been a year on the force for about a year, and uh, uh, we were pregnant with our second child, and uh, so <laughs> we-, we had to, I had, <laughs> oh, well, you know, I had some uh, work in I there, too. I got you, I got yeah, yeah. You know, I, I had the sympathy pregnancy pains going on, too, and stuff, you know, I, I, I'm a good husband, okay? <laughs> so,
1: That's but, what they
2: all uh, say. but yeah so anyways we're uh we're we're pregnant with our second and uh we i had this deal with my wife because you know like on a cop's salary (laughs) i can't afford more than two kids i can barely afford one as it is so (laughs) i was like we're gonna you know if you have to have a c-section you know she was just gonna have her tubes tied and i'm like okay and if that doesn't happen if it's an all-natural birth then i guess i'll go get snipped you know, and I'm I'm hoping <laughs> that she's having a C-section because I, <laughs> I, I do wow. I know it sounds it, I know it sounds horrible, but hey, if the, she's having it done already, you know, it just makes it easy. <laughs> You're already in there, might as well do it, right? Yeah, yeah I, gotta, I hope she doesn't listen Wait, to this because
4: men are pansies. Let's just be honest. <laughs> you know yeah.
2: what? I'll admit it when it when it comes to my testicles, I am, <laughs> and that that's where this story's kind of going with this. So, anyways, okay. uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, you know. Uh, we, we, uh, we have our second child. She's a girl and, uh, she, uh, it was an all natural birth. And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> so here, I, you know, a month later I'm like, well, let's get it done that way. Cause we don't have another baby. And so I, uh, I did make my appointment to go get snipped and, uh, I, get, I go to in there for the day of the appointment and the doctor prescribed me, uh, I think a Valium or something like that to kind of make me at ease for this. And I'm like, you only gave me one. I'm like, I need more. I'm nervous. I'm like, I don't know what to expect. Everybody at work right before I got it done that's had it done, they're like, man, it is the worst pain ever. It hurts so bad. And, like, they got me psyched up. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I, I am so worried because I'm like, I do not want this done. But also at the same time, I can't financially afford another kid, so I guess I'll just suck it up and just so Wait
4: wait. We, uh, was it five yeah. milligrams or ten milligrams?
2: I, I don't know, but I I, okay. it was it, I didn't feel was an effect it from it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, I, I get in the doctor's office and uh I go into the room and lay down and uh if if you've had this done before you can you can imagine uh the nervousness you have in yourself. Oh yeah. <laughs> well and they put this this blanket over me, and they kind of put it up so I can't see what's going on. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I want to see what's going on, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I kind of want to, you know, I'm I'm nervous and stuff, and like, no, just relax, you'll be fine, and stuff. And then they put this uh, other little cloth over. It's got a little hole on it over over my testicles.
1: <laughs> little cloth. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs>
2: Well, it's, it's a cloth with a little oh, hole, yeah, in yeah, it so, yeah, they, so okay. they can see the one side. You know. <laughs> yeah. Some little big holes, just so you
4: know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get blessed with that big one, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the uh, as I'm I'm there, the doctor comes in and and uh, I'm laying down. He's like, "Hey, he's kind of talking me through what he's gonna do." He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna numb you up first with this uh, needle and stuff," and I'm like, "Okay." And stuff, and he's like, "You're gonna feel a little pinch," and stuff. And he goes, and uh, and I, I feel a little pinch. I'm like, "Well, oh, that hurt a little bit, you know? It was just a little shot." And he's like, "Okay, we're gonna give it a second to let it work." And okay, we go, and then he shows me this little zapper, and it's like a electrical device. And he says, "Yeah, I'm gonna go in there and it's gonna zap. It's like gonna cauterize your the the cords." I'm like, and he and he hits, it. it's like, I'm like, what? I'm like, uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. uh like that's going to happen and and so just as he's like yeah he's like that's all it is it's just a little... I'm like um, Does he keep I'll... fucking with you just <laughs> uh, yeah, you know he probably was cuz i was at this point i'm like oh this is going to hurt and you know and, and, I, and i feel his hand on the side of my thigh and he goes okay ready and like i'm like and i'm tensing up i have got my thighs clenched and i'm like i'm i'm flexing and i'm like trying to cover myself he's like just relax as he's like patting my thigh. I'm like, how am I gonna <laughs> relax? He like, just did this zap zap thing. How can I relax?
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> and, and stuff. And so he's like, it'll be fine. And uh, so I kind of relax, but then I start, you know, when you're, when you're rock Clark, when you're crawling on uh rock climbing and you get so high and you kind of get scared of the heights. And your leg kind of does like this involuntary, like Elvis. It's called the Elvis leg. It kind of starts like <laughs> doing that. That's what my leg starts doing. I'm like, oh, oh, because I don't know what's going on. He's like, you're fine, you're fine. And uh, so I kind of like <laughs> in there, and I'm like, I feel like I'm going through labor this yeah. time. And and uh, he goes, he goes, hey, you're fine. He's like, i am already done with the one side. I'm like, oh, you already done with the one side? And he goes, yeah, I'm already done with the one side. And so I'm like. Oh, that's not bad. I'm like, oh, this is nothing. What are they talking about? This is nothing. You know, those guys just psyching me out and making me all worried for nothing. And I go, and and uh, anyways, later on down the road, the guys are like, hey, how was it? I'm like, it was nothing. You know, I went in there. It was like, I was like a champ. Like, yeah, like, get this done. Go right ahead. Do what you got to do. You know, I'm not going to tell them the true story until now. But <laughs> anyways, so I, I get this done on a Friday. My shift I work is Tuesday through Friday, and uh, I'm a newer cop. I've only been on for about a year, and you know I'm still gung-ho, and I really love my job. <laughs> I still love my job. Don't get me wrong. I still love <laughs> it. But I, I just want to be at work. I just want to be at work, and I uh, – uh Sorry. My little my little girl just walked in and stuff and sidetracked <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> That's all good. Yeah, let me. Yeah, go out, honey. You don't need to hear the story. <laughs> 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 we'll wait till you get a little older. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so I don't like taking a whole lot of time off because I want to be at work and you know I want to be in the action and you know I, I just enjoy my job. Yeah. So I, I took that Friday off because I'm like, okay, I'll just do it Friday and I'll be back to work Tuesday. He'll be fine. So. I uh I go and heal I got the I'm using the ice bags and stuff all weekend long and uh <laughs> you know the sad thing is my wife after she had uh had our, our second like the next day she's up and moving around doing I'm like me I it took me two days before I even dared to get up. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you. I, I give it to her. He she is God. a strong lady. Like the women. Yeah, I hands down yeah, we're we're pansy asses. <laughs> we do that. So, but yeah, I was down. I was down, and I took it easy. And you know, Monday comes around. I'm, like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good, you know. And the doctor's like, you know, no strenuous activity for you know 14 days at least. And I was like, well, that's a long time. I'm not taking any time off of work. He's like, do you want a, a a note to go on light duty? I'm like, hell no. Like, you're gonna put me on light duty? I'm not gonna sit there and take damn telephonic calls while everyone else goes go have fun. <laughs> so, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, we're good. You know, my work, I'll just burn time if I have to. He's like, okay. If that changes, let me know. Well, I uh, Tuesday night, I'm like, I'm good, feeling good. I'm like, yeah. I, uh, You know, I'm feeling like I was a teenager again, invincible. <laughs> well, I go to work that night. I get done with briefing. And later that evening, we get dispatched to a call uh, about some juveniles in uh, some new construction homes being built. And the uh they're destroying them they're they're breaking off pieces of wood they're just vandalizing them and doing all sorts of mischief so get out there I get in the area and I see these two juveniles in this house and so I hit my lights on and uh the one had come out to the sidewalk already before I uh as I was approaching and as soon as I hit my lights on he takes off running so I bail out of my car and uh, I start chasing. I'm, I'm pursuing him. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm a brand new man. Here we go. As I'm running down and I'm running, he runs into the, the new build house and I'm chasing him through the house. And he's, you know, he, he's, y- he's a lot younger than me. So he's got some speed on him. And, uh, and I'm trying to, and like I said, I'm on the radio trying to give out the direction where we're running. And he goes out this back sliding glass door and, you know, he jumps off. And I didn't realize, you know, it was like, it was about a four foot drop. And I go running out of that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. And I'm just getting so close to getting him before he jumps out that, that door. And so I jump out behind him, and I come down on both feet, and uh-huh. I felt like something popped
1: uh-huh. in my
2: testicle. And I fell over, and I was sicker than a dog, and I wanted to cry. I was like – and they're like – they get on the radio, Officer Friendly, are you okay? Uh, Code 4 check. Code (laughs) 4. I'm not responding. I can't even reach my radio because I'm holding myself because it hurts so bad. And I get on the radio and I'm like, (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, almost in tears. I'm like, I'm fine. He got away from me. I lost visual. (laughs) um, Stuff. and I, I get up and and I, I, I waddle to my car and I sit down as I, I'm, I, I don't even dare like, Oh myself. Dude, I'm hurting so bad. And I call my Sergeant. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have come back soon. <laughs> so, like I'm like, and I tell him what happened and he is a laughing. I'm like, like, I'm glad my pain, you know, you enjoy that. He's. I'm like, I think I'm going to take the rest of the week off. He goes, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so you're not Superman after you get that done. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: officer down. Yeah. Yeah, officer, exactly.
2: That's kind of what it was. Wow. <laughs> Stuff. But.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, I remember when I got mine done. I asked the doctor when he had me all out there, and he said, uh, "I said you're going to hurt," and he goes. Like a dagger going through your scrotum. Oh, and I felt that needle. Oh, my oh. God. It hurted. Oh. Yeah. There was no sympathy there. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it did. Yeah. It felt like a dagger going through the scrotum. Oh,
1: I like the fact the doctor was screwing it. Pushing the shocking and things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, I start smelling the smoke. It's like, Doc, are you smoking down there? What the hell are you doing? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah that, that was the other part. He's like, Oh, you're going to see a little bit of smoke coming up. And then you smell the burnt flesh going on. I'm like, oh, What is going on down there?
1: <laughs> Why are you patting my hip?
0: Yeah. 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 What, yeah. You need a cigarette now or what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So, uh, uh, we'll do another one. Uh, this one. This one's a quick little short story uh you know drunks are probably one of the best times you will have as a well best and worst times you'll have as a cop when you're dealing with a drunk person because first of all there's most of the time when we're dealing with them they're so intoxicated that they're not going to remember the next day and they're most likely not going to complain on you so then you can actually make fun of them and you know (laughs) say things that you probably wouldn't normally say to a real person so stuff and you have a good time with that well (laughs) Uh, anyway, so DUIs, I actually really enjoy hunting down someone that is a uh, DUI and driving under the influence of either alcohol or drugs. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I absolutely do not tolerate that. I don't, you know, and I, my philosophy is if you're going to drink, just have a plan. Don't ever, you know, get behind the wheel and exactly. decide to drive, you know, just, it just be responsible because one of the first things that goes out with your impairment is your judgment. So, you know, yeah, they have the blood level, alcohol level, you know, the threshold that you have to meet in order to be considered DUI. But how do you really know when you're over that limit? Do you, do you have your own breathalyzer to tell you, Hey, yeah. no, we're good. We're right underneath. Oh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, you don't. Most people don't at least <laughs> stuff. And so, uh, anyways, that there's this car just swerving all over the road and, uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I got one. And it's on the graveyard shift again, and so I I hit my emergency lights, and the car slowly kind of drifts over to the left, and then drifts over to the right, and then finally decides to come down to a stop. And uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I call it out, hey, we're over here, you know, start me, I, uh, you know, I yell 1078, which is start me another back and stuff, and I approach the vehicle, and as I, I go walking up, I'm like, oh, what's this guy doing? Like he's Kinda of zoning out, and I as I get up to the window, um, he I knock on the window for him to roll it down. He holds out his pointer finger to me and holds it up and says, basically, you know, say on me, hey, one second. He reaches into his cup holder, pulls up his Budweiser beer, and takes a big old swig. Puts down <laughs> in his cup holder, rolls his window down with that pointer finger he just pointed at me, and goes, "Yes, officer, Can I help you." <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he's respectful. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, uh, what seems to be the problem, you know, with that slurred speech? And I was like, huh, this is going to be the easiest DUI I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, safe to say, uh, you know, I, I, I ran him through the field sobriety test, and he, he definitely failed him. <laughs> yeah. I arrested him, and, and uh, I want to say his blood alcohol level when he blew in the breathalyzer was... Like point two three or two four, it was it was up there. It was always oh, up there. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and stuff. And, and tell you.
1: what seems to be the problem? <laughs> yeah, well, let me count the way like, What the problem <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What is what is you. legal back then? What was it? Point oh eight. 0.08 Yeah. Oh wow. Now 0.05 mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. They went to that now.
2: Yeah, it was the yeah, lowest yeah. in the country yeah and stuff but yeah and then uh one of a uh, uh, one of the other favorite things for a police officer to do is you know it's kind of a pretty, you know actually I won't even say that but is uh, a pursuit <laughs> in a vehicle you know you got uh you know everybody you know watch the you watch uh these movies growing up as a kid and You know, if you wanted to be a cop, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to run lights and (laughs) sirens and chase somebody down. You know, and as your kid, you're playing cops and robbers with your brothers, your sisters, your neighborhood kids. And, you know, you're on your bikes and you're chasing them down. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to get them and stuff. Well, I'll tell you this. Pursuits are dangerous. And a lot of times they end in crashes. I've been involved in quite a few pursuits. And the ones that I've continued pursuing, usually I just kind of I terminate my pursuits just because it's a public safety factor, and I don't want me to be the co- not necessarily me, like because I'm pursuing them, I'll be held liable, not the criminal. That's the way the world lives, but it is and stuff. But you know, anyways, the uh, them crashing into other people. So I'd say the ones that I've continued. Almost every single one of them ended in a crash and stuff. Luckily, most of them were single vehicle crashes by themselves, so they didn't injure or hurt anybody. But, uh, oh, this that's one, cool. yeah, so there's this one. I, I see it looks like uh, I'm watching these two cars at one of our drug areas where a lot of cars will meet up and do a hand to hand transaction through the window for dope. And I'm like, and so I see this car pull up and he hands something to another vehicle. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And of course, I really don't care about the the one that just can't purchase the drugs. I want the dealer. I want the big guy. Oh yeah, you know. So I uh, I follow that car down the road, down the way, and wait till they commit a traffic violation. So I'm like, oh yeah, gotcha. So I, I hit my emergency lights, and uh, and he, he starts to kind of slowly pull over, and I'm like, oh okay, you know, he's actually going to pull over. A while, okay, <laughs> and stuff. So all of a sudden we 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 almost come to a stop, and then all of a sudden. He's in a, a grand prix. <laughs> uh, well, hold on. Let me let me re- let me uh, go back a little bit and tell you. Was so earlier, in, yeah. So earlier in the uh, earlier in the uh, day, I did a traffic stop. And when we call out a traffic stop, we usually will be like, you know, we'll, we'll give the address where we're at. We'll tell them the license plate, and we'll give them like a brief description of the plate, so that we just fast can run the plate and verify. Hey, that plate comes back to that matching vehicle. Oh, yeah. And stuff so you know, and Grand Prix is spelled P R well, <laughs> I X. I, well I pull over a Grand Prix later on uh, earlier in the day and I go I give out the plate and I say, Yeah, it's gonna be on a uh, gold colored Grand Prix <laughs> and stuff and all day long. All day long, I was getting shit from the other officers. Hey, did you get that Grand Prix, huh? I'm like, I'm like, and at first, at first, I'm like, why are you guys making fun of me? Like, that's what it is. like, no, it's called Grand Prix. I'm like, well, I'm the idiot, I guess. So I go around calling the Grand Prix. But, you know, I thought I, Grand Prix, that's proper English, right? I don't, I don't get how you get a pre in there. Where, what what Where does did it make the X? high
4: school at, And at some point, the parents are to blame
2: yeah but but the english like where did the x become silent you know i don't (laughs) know yeah oh well anyway so back to that that stops So the car (laughs) starts to pull over and um i call it out and i'm like i get on there and i'm like yeah it says silver grand prix so that way they know (laughs) and just as i get done with my radio traffic the car takes off i'm like oh it's on so I activate my sirens and it's at night. There's not really any cars on the road. So I'm like, okay, I'll pursue this and stuff. And, you know, cause I also have a, a, dr- a higher drug class, uh, drug charge and stuff. So I've got more than just a traffic stop and, uh, he, he, t- he, starts taking off. Well, then he goes down to this one, uh, neighborhood and, I'm you know, I'm calling out the, the pursuit and, uh, when we call it the pursuit, we have to give, you know, well, location. So like, there's more than just driving behind this, you know, a bad guy. Trying to catch them, like you have to be aware of your surroundings. You got to be watching them. Like it, it's kind of a stressful situation, you know. Oh, I and you got. Yeah, you got to remember what streets you are turning down. You have to give out your location, direction, the the weather, the road conditions, and when road conditions. You have to give them out, like pedestrians, vehicles, whatever. If the roads are icy, you're given that so your supervisor can know. Hey, you have, he's under control. Like I can hear in his voice. You know, he's fine. He's got this pursuit under control. We'll let him continue. So this pursuit, it lasted probably uh, two and a half minutes or so. And uh, we go in this neighborhood, he's going down the road. We're doing about 45 through a residential neighborhood, and I'm kind of getting, you know, it's dark. There's not really anybody out, so I'm like, uh, I'm kind of getting a little iffy. I'm I'm about to want to terminate just because I don't want to be driving that fast through a neighborhood, even with my lights and siren on because – I, I don't know how I'd live myself if you know me or the other voice would hit a kid or something. Oh yeah, and uh, you know so. Well, we're coming up around this corner, and I, I, I'm familiar with this area, and I'm like, okay, hey, the street's going to come back out to 27th, and I'm giving the guys. And when I initiate a pursuit, everybody comes. That's like everybody already knows. Like when you're when you got a high priority call and. Stuff like that. Someone's running from you. Everybody's coming. You know, your whole your whole squad's coming and stuff. So I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. and I'm like, hey, we're gonna kick back out on twenty seven. Make sure we get guys up there with spikes or whatever. And uh, but this it curves around, and there was some loose gravel, and he lost control of his car, and he flies up onto the the curbing, and and then he hits onto a street si- a street light pole that totally takes it down, and it kind of high centers his <laughs> car on the curb in this street pole, so he can't go anywhere. I'm like, ha. I'm like, <laughs> so at first, I kind of laughed to myself, and uh, I get on the radio, I'm like, hey, we're, we're stopped at this location, I kill my sirens, I still got my lights on, and I'm outside my car, I've got my gun drawn and now this guy just committed a felony, and uh, so I'm giving him commands, hey, show me your hands, keep your hands up, well, this dumb dumb decides to open his car door, I'm like, oh, man, and that's when, you know, you kind of get the perfect, hey, this is going to <laughs> you know he's not following my commands he's being non-compliant he's either going to come out with a gun we're going to be in a shootout you know i'm thinking worst case scenario so i'm, I'm ready and i'm getting him commands to stay in the vehicle and um, i'm trying to wait for my other officer to get there so you know you know we have the odds against us at this point and i want better odds so we'd rather have two on one or three on one you know Oh, definitely. so yeah so <laughs> waiting this guy He's, he gets out of the car with this He's got his hands up. I'm like, okay, great. I can still see your hands. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, get on the ground. Get on the ground, man. You know, I'm giving commands, Get on the ground. And he happens to see me with my gun pointed at him. <laughs> this guy it I looks like he shits his pants he jumps back in the car closes the door and keeps his hands on the ceiling i was like oh my gosh that was hilarious <laughs> oh. i i, I could not asked for better i'm like <laughs> i guess that's all it took to see a gun pointed at you yeah you? <laughs> uh, i'll just sit in the car officer <laughs> yeah, i'd be and scared to saying, too I, yeah i would too you know i I would. Well, he's not following my commands, and then he does get out with his hands up. I'm like, okay, we'll get on the ground, and <laughs> he jumps back in the car. That was hilarious. <laughs> 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 but but news to say, we, you know, I got we got our backing officers there. And we uh, we took him into custody without incident. And he had uh, a bunch of dope on him and small bills, so I got him for distribution and fleeing and a bunch of other charges. So that that was a good night. And, that, and that's what I mean by hunting, going out and being proactive and finding stuff like that on our own without people calling the in. That's the best. When you like dig it up yourself, that's when I feel like, oh yeah, this is what's being a cop. <laughs> not, <laughs> not going to get a get a cat out of a tree or something like that. Yeah. Dealing with zest lady, you know,
1: <laughs> pulling over a yeah. dead somebody with a dead cat or dying cat. <laughs> yeah her cat needs to poop yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well <laughs> the constipated cat call. The constipated cat <laughs> yeah
0: well don't don't your adrenaline don't that kick in and don't after the end of the you know at the end of the incident and stuff ain't you exhausted
2: sort of yeah but at, at this time like I've, i was a i'm kind of i was a seasoned officer at the time and stuff and so I've been on so many stressful situations, like, don't get me wrong, like, your adrenaline still comes, but you're used to that adrenaline dump and stuff, and you kind of, you're you're always moving at that pace, usually, on a lot of the calls and stuff, especially when you work for a busy city like I do, it's, yeah. you're kind of running on adrenaline all the time, sort of, oh. so you kind of get used to it eventually, and you kind of, like, know how to mellow out, and you got techniques to kind of, like, calm yeah. yourself down.
0: But it's it's a good part of adrenaline, right?
2: Yeah, 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 it's a good part. It's like, that's what I tell everybody, like, or uh, that's what I tell individuals. I'm like, <laughs> that's what I tell people. I'm like, you know what? I, I can't go on a roller coaster and get adrenaline anymore. It, it takes, <laughs> takes, takes me pursuing a car down the road to get an adrenaline dump. <laughs> <belt." laughs> it makes the bedroom feel like a
4: breeze,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell your wife, we're going to go on a roller coaster. Hold this gun on me
2: while we're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and stuff but uh yeah so uh i've only got a couple more that i can think of right now if we we want to continue a little bit more yeah yeah
0: exactly so, did you want so, me to push uh, record because we've been rehearsing yeah, right now
2: oh <laughs> you know what you gentlemen have a good night <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <did> you <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh so we had this, uh, I, I think I've told you this one before, uh, it was a death notification. It was my very first death notification, you know, like this, you know, I, uh, I didn't know what to expect. I was, and it was also one of my first suicide calls oh. too. And so, I, you know, this one, I was like, okay, so I got to investigate the suicide. I've got this. And then after we get done and we get the, the scene cleaned up, I was like, oh, now I got to do this death notification. So anyways, this call, I get... I get dispatched to a call with a male that had just uh, got hit by a train, and I was like, "Oh man, this isn't going to be good." So, I, I'm uh, I get there. I'm second on scene. My buddy's up there. And he, he approached from the the south side. I approached from the north, and we had block. We used our vehicles to block off the area, and the train had stopped. But it, you know, trains don't stop on a dime, and it's way down the track. But uh, get there, and he he goes running up to this. I see uh, a body. Uh, male body lane on the north side of the tracks towards me and uh, my buddy gets there first and you go walking up there and uh as i'm running up i see my buddy just shake his head and he turns around and walks away i was like well he's not performing life-saving measures so obviously you know he's he's deceased and stuff and i get up there and it's a pretty gruesome scene It, it, it really was and uh stuff well the, uh, we get done investigating or we're investigating it and uh, I go to the train to see and they had camera of the incident and stuff and you know it, it showed uh, him running right into this train then mm. stuff and uh and stuff I'm not sure I, I, I called a suicide I think that's what it was because I don't see it's not a blind corner I don't see how you could not see the the, the lanes come down and stuff so uh he uh, I go up to the corner of the train where he had smacked, and his—I I, I kid you not—his face impression is left on that, right there on that side of that train.
3: Oh, wow. I was like,
2: "Holy crap!" Like you can see, like the oil and the grease from his face had just left an impression, and embedded on it is his um, cell phone screen. I can see where pieces of his cell phone screen had been hit, it had hit the side of the train too, and had shattered on the screen. And it's still embedded on the train. I was like, oh.
3: Holy that's cow. crazy
2: yeah and stuff and so i i uh you know i pull this kid's information up and i find out uh, where he lives and so me and another officer because don't, you don't do a notification by yourself because you never know how the other person's going to react that you're given this horrible news to and so we go to that the house uh, where he's on his license and I speak to this lady and find out it's actually his mother-in-law, and him and his wife used to live there, but they had recently moved. And I was like, "Oh crap!" Now she's going to call her her daughter and give the horrible news before we can actually talk to her because you know that's his next of kin and stuff. And she's a mess; she's sobbing. I'm like, "Well, I need the address of where they moved." to. She's like, "I'm not sure where they moved to. And like, I don't." She's like, "I don't know the address. I know where they live. I just don't know the address." Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you know the apartment? And she's like, no, I don't know the apartment either. I'm like, huh. And so she's like, if you want, I can drive that way and follow, you guys can follow me. I'm like, okay, that's great. I'm like, please do not call her. Like, we want to give this information in person. She's like, okay and stuff so we follow her to this apartment complex and we go up there and i'm like like i've got butterflies in my stomach I'm, they're not good butterflies like bad butterflies i'm like i don't know i am i like, i already had to do this once i don't want to do it again
3: yeah. and
2: stuff and i'm like and this is his wife i don't know what she's gonna think or do and stuff and she answers the door and i'm like yeah ma'am do you mind if we come in and have a chat with you for a second I don't think I said chat because that sounds you know like good news or you know bad news whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, you mind if we come speak with you? She's like, yeah, sure, come on in. And it's late at night, and uh, uh, I'm like, yeah, you might want to sit down and stuff. She's like, why? What's going on? And I'm like, yeah, it's in regards to your husband. And she's like, oh, what did he do? And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was like, uh, um, she's like, I said I'm afraid to tell you. You know, he was hit by a train. And this time we didn't know it was a suicide. And I said, he got hit by a train and was killed. And she goes, Oh, and she kind of like looks puzzled. She goes, wait, how, how did he, how did he got hit? And I said, he got hit by a train. She's like, eh, well, I bet that hurt. And I was oh, like, yeah. what? And they caught me off guard. Like I hear him like giving bad news. And I'm like, like, I I want to be sad, you know? And she goes, well, I bet that hurt. Oh, my <laughs> I was like, huh? Excuse me. She's like, oh, well, we separated about a week ago because oh, I found out he was having a, he was having an affair on me. And uh, oh I, was, I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, she's like, yeah. So he was actually on the phone with me and then our, our phone call went dead. Oh, so I found out that man. he was actually talking to her and saying how much he loved her and stuff and basically gave his suicide note to her. And she didn't know. She just figured his phone died. Didn't know that you know, his phone's halfway on the train by now, but
1: oh my
2: God. yeah. So I, I tell her, I'm like, uh, like, do you have his parents' information? I'm like, I need to talk to somebody that actually cares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I legit said that because she's like, Oh yeah, here, here's our parents' information. Yeah. I'm oh like, do God. you want the, do you want to, do you want any contact information? She's like, no, I don't care. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> like oh, I leave the house and I, I tell my buddy who's with me, I'm like, that was one of the easiest death notifications I've ever done. <laughs> oh, like that oh wasn't, man. that wasn't, that wasn't really sad at all. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: That is terrible. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, that's what I, that's what I told him. I told uh, my spouse. I'm like, I can't believe that. I'm like, that's a, you know, it, it shocked me. Like I said, it was my first notification I've ever done and i'll tell you they they're never easy to do even that one it was still hard to do but um yeah it was oh, that's fine they don't yeah.
4: get easier as you go
2: no not at all right especially especially like it's it's one thing when you get the information hey i need you go like from another agency hey can you go do this for me yeah sure and then you go to that person's house to give the notification and like yeah come on in you know and then you see like all the family photos and stuff like that, and you're like, okay, because before it's just a name on a on a dispatch screen that I see, and like I don't know this person, but then when you actually see the photo with them or their family, it's like, mm-hmm. then you then you kind of get to you know you get that empathy and it stuff, in a and, name and, a face and it, exactly to go with the name, and then that that's when it gets even hard and stuff, mm-hmm. and then most of the time I cry on these calls too because they're they're definitely. They're horrible calls. It's not the, it's not the news I like to give people. So, oh yeah,
0: it's got to be hard.
2: Yeah, those are, but those are, those are some of the stories that I've uh, come up with just for this uh, session to go over with you guys and. Kind of gives you the, you know, we got the funny moments, we got the serious moments, <laughs> and you got horrible moments, you got scary moments. Oh <laughs> and yeah, stuff and, and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, that's the, see, that's what that's what's great about law enforcement is it's something new every day and stuff. You never know what you're gonna get into. One minute you're like this. Like one minute you're over there doing CPR on someone trying to save their life. Next minute you're arresting someone for beating their spouse or you're arresting a shoplifting, taking them to jail, or you're changing a car tire on the side of the road. Like you, you just wear so many hats as a law enforcement officer. And that's what I love about my job. Oh, really? And, you know, there's, I don't think there's anything that would stop me from being a cop.
0: Yeah. There's, the, it's never the same every day. That's what's awesome.
4: Yeah, exactly. An adventure every day yeah
0: yes. yeah i want to thank and, uh, you for your service and everything you know yeah we appreciate yeah. you guys out there yeah well thanks we
1: just had, uh, veterans day and i want to thank you for your service also yeah in, uh, the military
0: as well oh
2: well thanks i really appreciate that and yeah one of these days we'll have to you have to give me one because i've got plenty of funny military stories also or and good funny <laughs> uh, good stories too so you know i've got i've got lots of stories to tell you know I, i'm a i just i just love a good time and getting that's the best part about life is getting to interact with people and you know building those relationships and just having a good time with life that's what makes, that's what it's all about
0: so. oh hell yeah you know what I, I would love to hear our, your uh, military stories we'll have to get together and let's do uh, another episode yeah. That, yeah that'd be a total great episode
2: yeah no that'd be yeah that'd be great you know and i, I don't know i'll be sure to write down some more of my uh law enforcement stories also and we can go over those too again and like i said i've got, I've got so many stories so i'm you know i'm always, I'm always there <laughs> it's a pretty good time
0: <laughs> yeah all right well i appreciate their officer friendly i really appreciate all your time and everything else yeah and no. uh no uh yeah.
1: um, oh. all the all the shit going on anymore of people saying bad stuff about cops. We exactly. there are people that that do appreciate everything you guys do. That's right. We, we have, we're, have we're you guys' and back. we're not them in this room. We don't appreciate. <laughs> we, no, <laughs> we we all appreciate. <laughs> on, we appreciate I what you guys
2: do. Yeah,
0: we we have you guys' back. Yeah, we, yeah. We your yeah.
2: back. yeah. Well, We've, yeah, we de- we definitely appreciate the support. It definitely means the world to us. Like even simple little like like I was that so even simple little gestures just saying thank you for your service you know i love i love here now i was at the i had to go cash a check at the bank on my way home and as i was there you know as i was in my uh police car and, or no i was in so my current position i'm in a i'm a detective and i'm in an unmarked car well i i go there and i'm still in my uniform i'm wearing uh it's got my badge on it and stuff and i i go and I get the the thing back from the lady, the teller and stuff I was through the drive through and on, uh, I had, had my ID in there and on the ID. She took a sticky note and put on my ID and said, thank you for your service. I appreciate it. And oh, I was like, you awesome. know, see that, that just simple stuff like that. She just went out of her way just to write a simple, quick note. Like that means the world to me.
0: Yeah. Don't, stuff don't that bring media. tears to your eyes?
2: It, it really does. And that's the thing is like, you, you hear all the bad stuff on the media and, all that, and honestly, that's just one. That's just the one side, and it's very slim. The Majority of people support law enforcement, and they love their officers. And, you know, of course, you got your bad ones out there that cause issues, and it, it, it also it reflects on all of us, you know, because as a profession, and stuff, and which is really sad. But, but in majority every of us are good.
4: There's bad and good.
2: Exactly. And, you know, and, and the majority of officers are good and they, they do call out the bad officers and stuff. So it's, you know, I wish they would shine the light on more of the good stuff. I feel like me as an officer, I, I love the positive moments as a cop. And that's why I try to interact with these kids growing up. And, uh, cause that's where those are going to be this, the citizens that take over later on the next generation coming up. And, you know, you want to make that good impression, that first impression on these kids really to make it a memorable one And that law enforcement is good and you can come talk to us for anything, you know, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, a, that's the thing, you know, you're out there doing, uh, great interacting and all that stuff, but that's not news. You know what I mean? So yeah. the news, oh, he did, you know, he went over there and he sat there and he played basketball with the kids or he played football with the kids. That's not news oh, but he did this and he did that, you know, that's news. You know, they never report the good stuff.
2: Yeah, exactly. But But, I
4: feel like, just like he said, he takes the opportunity to make a good impression, just like the kids, you know, for the kids. It's important to make a good impression on the kids because I feel like that's where it has to start. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that is true.
2: Exactly, and... And and that's the thing, too. Like, I'm not not saying this stuff to – you get recognition for being like, oh, look at you. Like, I'm not trying to get praise for what I do. I just do it to do it because that's what I like about this profession. It allows me to do those type of things. And I don't want to be the one just, you know, sitting there and like, hey, you know, be in the limelight. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing and stuff. But, you know, like, you're buying food for homeless people. I don't know how many times I've done that to help the homeless out in our area or give them right. Hey, can you transport me to the shelter? Sure.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh,
4: It is. And I agree. It's not about the limelight. It's you never get a second chance to make a first impression.
2: Exactly. And whether
4: you're, you know, Joe Blow on the street or you're a police officer or you're a truck driver, it doesn't matter what your occupation is. You never get that second chance.
2: So exactly you have
4: To take the opportunity when it's presented to you
2: yeah and, and i'm not,
4: grateful that you do that
2: yeah and and it, not just law enforcement either like you said it's every profession like everyone you know this the world is just so full of hate at least that's what you see on social media and the media is just so full of hate like there's so much good kindness out there and you know i just want to challenge everybody out there to go and be do do an act of kindness. Like don't do it to like I said to get that one. like be just be a good person and I think as long as you be a good person like you'll be able to sleep good at night.
3: Yeah, oh, That's exactly.
4: Totally true. And you know uh today is like World Kindness Day. That's,
2: I did not know that.
4: <laughs> um, I only know because Alexa told me that when I told her good morning. <laughs> so
0: yeah, so go out there and even though it's Friday the thirteenth, let's uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do uh, let's do an act of good kindness and everything. You know, like I said, you know what? We really appreciate you guys out there. I mean, your job. I know I've been on a couple ride longs with you. There's no way in hell I could do what you do. I would just like, I would freak out and everything else. You know, I'd be in the back of the, the squad car. All coiled up in the fetal position, peeing my pants or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Going
2: home without your underwear and have to explain that to your wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's yeah. Happened,
0: yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Uh-huh. So
1: <laughs>
4: we wasn't right on and right along.
3: <laughs> yeah, we we joke
1: around, but yeah, we appreciate but what you do and serious, about.
3: but.
1: We're still going to make fun of you. Could you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? And you tried yeah. to kill that lady's cat. Okay? okay. J- j- the cat just needed to poop. Just
3: let it go. <laughs> Does anybody
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it. it is funny. I mean, some of the stuff is funny, yes. And a, a lot of it is very serious. And I'm glad that yeah. you can make light of it. You know? Because uh-huh. you guys are, are dealing with the... What is it called? It's, uh, you guys are dealing with the negative constantly, you know? So that that's awesome that, uh, you can bring funny and, uh, excitement to the, to the table, you know? I really appreciate that. And anytime yeah. you want to join, you know, come back in and talk about things, well, I'd love to have you here.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, I definitely love that. Uh, just one quick thing before, before I go. Uh, yeah, you bet. The, uh going back to the poop in my pants thing. Sort of thing. <laughs> oh please you know? elaborate on that. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah no we're no we're going to we're going to tell you a little bit like I I seem to recall uh someone else had a pooping story but maybe that we'll leave that for another episode how about that? Yeah, That was last episode. Yeah, but
0: I think <laughs> let's I already stop. talked about that but let's let yeah, we'll, we'll bring up. that up in next episode.
2: Yeah, we'll bring that up in the next episode. Okay. But yeah, kind of shitty. On, I'm not go gonna Going back to that, my uh, my little boy was at uh, uh, I want to say it was kindergarten. It was a while ago, and you know, and he had an accident at recess, and he was embarrassed, and it, it went along with you know pooping himself, and he was embarrassed. He tried to make it to the bathroom and couldn't at the time. I'm like, sorry, kid, you got my jeans. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stay away from that dairy. Are you wearing a but, duty belt too? <laughs> I don't know. He he might have lactose intolerant yeah (laughs) he was so embarrassed and i felt so bad for him and the the recess lady was fantastic she she was able like it's okay sweetheart you know he he was she was able to get him out of there quick so and nobody knew what
0: happened oh good they
2: they did a fantastic job and but he was just so embarrassed and he kind of didn't want to tell me and stuff and i was like well you know what buddy it's okay, you know, I'm an adult, and I still shit my pants, and I told him my, and I told him my story about my duty belt. <laughs> I'm coming home without underwear. You know what? It brightened his day. I got a little smirk from him, and he, you know, he, uh, it, it definitely turned the tide for him. He's like, oh, okay. But I'm like, hey, that doesn't give you permission to keep shitting your pants, but, you know, I'm just letting you know, it, it happens to everybody. No, that's exactly <laughs> Occasionally. how he was
4: when he found out that his papa shit his
2: pants. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're born, you're you're born shit in your pants, and you're gonna die shit in your pants. Yeah, right? that's you, right. You, you progressively go a little bit better, and then get worse again. So, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yep, and stuff. So, well, yeah. thanks for having me, and uh, I really appreciate it. I'd love to come back again, and uh I'll just like to say, officer friendly. I'll be 10:42 and off duty tonight.
0: <laughs> All right, hey, perfect. Thank you. You have a good night and everything. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks, guys.
3: Nice see ya. <laughs> D, don't,